Beep, beep. Get ready. You're about to relive the memories. The kitchen. Joining us on the line, celebrating 20 years, wow. Clint from Something for Kate. Welcome, Clint. How you doing? I'm really well. I can do a little run off my feet, but really well. That's good. It's always uh, good to be run off your feet on a Friday night, especially yeah, when you're in the Friday. entertainment industry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, it's actually a rare night off for me, so I'm actually looking forward to I'm run off my feet trying to find a bottle of, uh, nice bottle of wine to take home. Oh, and oh no. <laughs> a nice night in. Good Much idea. better way to go for things. Hey, uh, you guys are celebrating 20 years of something for Kate. Tell us a little bit about how you guys formed in the first place back in 94. Uh, Paul and I went to high school together, and we basically formed a band, uh, a battle of the bands band when we first met, and we came last in our competition, and then we finished high school and thought, let's make a career out of this. And <laughs> years later, somehow we fluked it. But um, yeah, yeah we, yeah, we were just great mates from high school. Yeah. Uh, when you started, it, obviously, in 1994, which was the year I was born, it's crazy to, 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 to think that it's 20 years have, have been... Could you predict then that you guys would be in the position you are, like so successful and now one of the the big names in, in Australian rock? Um, no, I had no idea that otherwise we would have picked a better name for the band. Um, <laughs> we, our big joke is lately we're like, geez, if we hadn't lasted this long, we probably would have thought a little longer about the name. What sort of ideas have you got for a different name? Uh, I think, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, don't know what we've got now, but back then it probably was the best of the best of the bunch we had. I think we had we had fish of the day. We had a, 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 what else did we have? El Presidente. <laughs> was pregnant one of them. The best, best one of back then, but I think I don't know. We might have come up with something like you know. I personally, I personally like. On, I don't know. <laughs> I personally like the sound of El Presidente. Personally, that's I don't know about you, Adam, but I no, like that's pretty that. cool. I do. It's, re- it's good saying with an accent, El Presidente. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Little, we would have, we might have been a little bit more Mexican influenced. You know? <laughs> it would have given you poetic license to fake moustaches, you know, yeah. uh, sombreros. The cool right. picnic. Blo- I don't know what they're called. They look like a picnic rug type. Um, a poncho. <laughs> a poncho. <laughs> so offensive. A poncho. Is what a poncho. Thanks, Josh. I think Paul would have been right into that poncho. I know he actually really loves ponchos. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Oh, and we're not talking about the uh, wet weather ponchos to keep you dry in the rain, though, right? <laughs> no, no, God, no, 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 no. We want the uh, nice big carpet-coloured ponchos. There we go. See, carpet picnic rugs, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, Clint, you guys have got heaps of stuff planned for the 20th anniversary celebrations. You've got um, the book called Paper Trail, and there's also a movie that I think is going to be played before your shows. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, well, basically, you know, obviously being around for 20 years, we've collected a lot of a lot of crap that we've had and, you know, articles and photos and what have you. So we decided to put it all into a, a, a book, like a 150-page book, which we've just finished. It's gone to the printers. So it's, it's basically um, an embarrassing photo book of all the stupid haircuts I've had over 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, while Paul and Stephanie have remained exactly the same. Every, you know, so uh, it's quite funny. But um, And we've also put, we're putting together, like, a short eight-minute, a 10 minute kind of film before we come on stage so just like a something that complements the whole you know the whole 20 year anniversary and 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 it goes with the book and the vibe of the night you can even say that's a, a good coffee table book to read whilst having a sip of wine sorry you're very quiet oh sorry mate sorry mate <laughs> uh you, you you could even say that 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 it's a good book to read over a, a glass of wine oh exactly yeah. you know I, I'm, without a word of a lie i'm actually going home tonight to proofread it. So, oh, okay. Uh, there you go. I'm, I'm yeah. going to lead by example. Read about myself. <laughs> make sure 
Fantastic. Fantastic. Now, I want to go back. Wanted to, to take you back to last year. Uh, you actually covered uh, when the river runs dry by hunters and collectors. Uh, for, it was for a tribute album of sorts. Uh, when you were given the mission to cover a hunters and collectors song, what was your initial reaction? Was it like, oh no, so much pressure, or was it like, okay, we can do this? Well, a funny story. We got asked to do a track for that hunters and collectors record, and. Paul and I are big Hunters and Collectors fans, and we knew the guy was putting the record together, and we were like, okay, can we get when the river runs dry? And he goes, no, nah, I'm sorry, Keith Urban's got that. And we're like, okay. nah, you, you have to give it to us, or we're not going to do it. And we spent false <laughs> an email every day to John, because John, who put the record together, signed us to um, Sony years ago. So mm-hmm. he sent emails back and forth just begging, come on, we need to do when the river runs dry. And finally, Keith Urban bucked, and he dropped it, and we got it. So we were actually so happy to get awesome. that. Cool. And we with them recently was um, was sort of an amazing, you know, how how the, how the worlds all collide and came together, and it was um, yeah, great, great band. And I would also like to mention as well on the note of covers, your cover of Florence and the Machine's "Sweet Nothing" is yes. probably one of my Adam all-time not... most favourite covers I've ever heard. When he when he heard this, Adam has not shut up about about how good it is. And to be fair, it's an excellent cover. You guys should be commended for that. It was an excellent cover. Um, well, now go ahead. So I was going to say, with that, with Florence one was quite funny because none of us had actually ever heard that song before. Okay, it was, it was suggested to us, like you know, we're coming for, for that, that that whole like a version thing. That was like, yeah. you know, what song can you do? And someone suggested that. I'm like, okay, we'll have a listen, and we learnt that morning. That morning you did on air. Jeez. Yeah, well, that's that's empty for you right there. Um, wow. He, He's a bit of a freak. That's why I tagged on him in high school. That's why I didn't let him go. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that begs the question: How did you guys come last in the Battle of Bands competition? If well, there's that much skill. Well, because we didn't play Metallica's Into Sandman, unlike the other bands. <laughs> I, I do. Play, uh, we chose to play some, uh, you know, some of our punk rock favourites, and uh, deep down we should have known that you know you've got to play, you have to play Into Sandman. Yeah. I would like correct. to point out just as well, me and Matt did actually judge a Battle of the Bands competition, and Matt, how many metal bands were there? So, I'd say they made up about three quarters of the total <laughs> bands in the end. Yeah, it was all you had like your heavy metal screamo groupies in the front just absolutely going off. And they actually had to stop the gig halfway through because someone the busted cable the cable was unplugged, unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a visible cable and they just like unplugged it halfway through. And, and of course, a Screamo band did win. So, oh, always. Yeah. Cool. Now our thing, Screamo. <laughs> uh, Clint, you personally, you run the, um, the Yellowbird Cafe in Melbourne. How's that going and who looks after that when you guys are touring? Oh, I've I've managed to put together quite a good a good good staff to look after it all, but um, it is hard to manage it. But I have a lot of there's a lot of musicians who work for me as well, so they kind of know when they go. I've got a couple of friends who work for Parkway Drive who go away all the time, and so we all we all have a revolving line up there. But it works really well. It's um it's good fun. But I tell you, Friday night I'm stressed out. I'm just trying to get the place sorted so I can go home and drink a bottle of red. We were glad I'm glad I get to have a chat to you guys. Actually, breaks up my day nicely. Hey, yeah. mate, if you want to give us a call next week, we're more yeah, than happy yeah. to have another chat. We're, we're, we're dealing with hospitality stuff. It's actually nice to talk to you guys. <laughs> I'll tell you what, when you're in Perth, uh, give us a yell and uh, come on down and you know, see us face yeah. to face. Yeah, yeah we we'll go for a drink somewhere. We'll yeah. yeah. I love this. We're, we're just we're, using we're radio. Places down here. Radio as a medium to organise hanging out with a band. Who needs friends? Who needs Facebook? We will let you go and enjoy that glass of red in a second. Do you want to go ahead and make a wild prediction about where you'll be in... 20 years' time, will it be like laying back on the Sundays or will it still be worrying about a Friday night when you get back? 
so I could not hear that very well. No, so I'm Adam, do you want to... Yeah, basically Matt's just asking, where do you see the band in another 20 years' time? Oh, another 20 years. Yeah. yeah um, probably sticking to an AM radio station. Um, <laughs> 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 I don't think we'll be able to put it on FM anymore, but um, I, I, I don't know. I think we'll still be doing it. Like one, thing, one great thing about, you know, something for Tate and Paul Steph and I, I think we are great friends and we sort of... We, we have fun making music together and we probably... We talked about it the other night and we probably keep on doing this as long as we can as long as people listen and, we, and look we love it so I think I dare say I'll be doing an interview with you guys in 20 years when we're all on different radio stations. well that, that's good for us because then yeah, at least is. it means we're still in the gig so I'm not getting axed hey uh, thank you for chatting with us we're going to give a quick plug to your tour which is starting off in well at least the next part of it is in the uh, at the Astor Theatre in Perth on the 4th of August, moving across Queensland, Sydney, Melbourne, and then a little bit later on, about a month's time off, uh, in Adelaide at the HQ in 15th of September. Thank you so much, Clint, for having a chat with Thank us. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks so much, guys. Good to talk to you on a Friday. Yeah, no Thanks. problems. Thank and you, uh, since you uh, alluded to us and let us know that you prepped it with such little amount of time, we're actually going to play Sweet Nothing to uh, lead out the interview. So thank you so much for having a chat with us, and uh, we will see you when you come down to Perth on the 4th of August. Will do. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, you too. Enjoy, mate. Mine, mate. The Kitchen. 4 to 5 p.m. on Fridays. KitchenRadio.com.au.